Welcome to the Showboys Newscast, bringing you all news and no opinion. My name is Mike. I am Nick. And I am Chad. Thanks for joining us. We've got a lot to cover, so let's get right to it. I mean, this is... uh, We're back. uh, Three weeks in between newscasts. Happens. Yeah, you got to blame that dumb sports ball for being on, on, you know, the Boba Fett season finale. I don't know who planned that. Yeah. Um, But anyways, we do... Did have quite the uh, list of articles to choose from this week, uh, so make sure you join our Discord and check out the the log there. Lots of fun uh, things to get excited about. Um, but we, you know, it was hard picking these articles, so this should be a jam packed episode of the spiciest things over the last three weeks. And of course, per usual, we're starting out with a nice little chunk of DC news. Um, the first one is a, uh, I can't say spicy because, you know, it has to do with Mr. Freeze, but we got a rumor here of, um, you know, possible Mr. Freeze showing up in the the Batman universe. Uh, director Matt Reeves has an eye towards the future of the Batman films. While the Batman is yet to be released, Reeves discussed his vision for the Batman nemesis Mr. Freeze. In comparison to Arnold Schwarzenegger's iteration of Victor Freeze, Reeves is looking to portray a more grounded version of the character. Quote, in my view, I just feel drawn to finding the grounded version of everything. So to me, it would be a challenge in an interesting way to try to figure out how that could happen. Even the idea of something like Mr. Freeze. uh, That's such a great story, right? I think there's actually a grounded version of that story, which could be really powerful and could be really great. So I love the fantastical side of Batman, but this iteration, obviously, while being to me, uh, I think is very comics faithful, but I don't think that this is one necessarily doesn't lean as hard into the fantastical, I guess, end quote. Um, So first off, didn't Gotham have a uh, a version of Mister Freeze in the in the Fox series? Nick, they did, they did, and that show was I shouldn't say grounded, but somewhat grounded, albeit very campy. Um, yeah, it's like a it's like a grounded campy version of it. So with you know lower budget too right right without obviously tons of time to focus on it so but yeah that is how i would say a lot of the they're more practical yeah um, versions it would be interesting uh, mr freeze is a cool character and i mean a grounded version of it could be great uh you look at a character like bane you know from the nolan verse right uh bane in the comics is you know pretty ridiculous and, and nolan did a great job of grounding bane in in that universe so honestly anything's possible right um yeah Reeves i don't think has, there's any that can't be grounded to be honest with you right especially in the in the batman like world right uh, yeah there are just psychopaths you know yeah i mean there are some pretty weird like uh very comic-y villains but like for Obscure. the most part most of them are are very uh grounded for sure um Reeves has been talking a lot about uh, and Pattinson, honestly, about like this Batman's universe. So um, I hope the movie, the movie, by all accounts, looks like it's going to be amazing. I mean, Um, I tell you what, man, I saw the trailer again tonight in Uncharted and man, it looked 
it does. It, it just looks so good every good. time I see it. It looks so good. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, they're they're already uh, I guess counting the egg the eggs before they hatch. But uh, by all accounts, I mean this movie's probably going to smash. Um, so yeah, I, I guess looking into the future is not uh, like too far fetched for for this crew here. Yeah. Uh, before ar- before we started here, uh, I read an article that the actor that's playing the Riddler like mm-hmm. lost sleep over the character, mm-hmm. like he could not come down from playing the character. Oh geez, how dark and twisted it is! I was like, man, sounds pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm real hyped to see this movie. I can't wait. Um, the article suggests that. Giancarlo Esposito would be uh, a good Mr. Freeze uh, for those of you unfamiliar with that name. Uh, he was, of course, uh, the villain in Breaking Bad. Uh, he is the villain in Far Cry 6, oh, uh, and he's yeah. been in a slew of other things. He's been Moff Gideon in the Mandoverse. Uh, great actor. Quintessential uh, bad guy, too. Right, right, like, Does right. he ever play a good guy? I can't think. I don't I think I've ever seen yeah, anything with him being a good yeah. guy. Exactly. Um, yeah. What do you guys think? Do you have any thoughts off the top of your head of who should be cast as Mr. Freeze? Honestly, it's something I've never really even thought about. So I'm okay with, with Giancarlo there. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to think about it. You're right. It isn't something that I don't think anyone really ponders. <laughs> yeah. that great. You know, because then you know, it's just Arnold. They can just yeah. DH Arnold. Yeah, um, I I'm kind of like a big fan of them letting actors that butchered roles before try it again. Mm-hmm. So throw Arnold in there, man. Give him a second <laughs> shot. Give him a little yeah. bit more of a grounded, less. Uh, what which movie was he in? The George Clooney Batman, right? I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. Yes. like uh, it had uh, Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> the Joker. It, it was all that. So, oh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I like I like people getting second chances. So plus, who doesn't want to see more Arnold? He's like a nothing anymore. He wasn't a pretty lame uh, electric car commercial in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Was... Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Uh, hyped for the Batman for sure. Hyped. Moving on. Peacemaker is renewed for a second season on HBO Max with James Gunn writing and directing every episode. Um, And on a second part to this title here, James Gunn offers an update on Peacemaker Season 2 and his other Suicide Squad spinoff series. As Season 1 drew to a close, fans will be happy to know that Peacemaker has been given the green light for a second season. As you guys uh, brought up, thursday right on the yes we did second half of the the peacemaker breakdown yeah jordan had to keep reminding me that uh it uh had a second season coming it kept like slipping my mind <laughs> so i think i think it threw me off that they announced it like the same day it gave me no time to be like oh i really want a second season right. nope here it is um yeah. fine be impatient um <laughs> the james gunn written and directed series has been a big hit on hbo and has thus been rewarded with an additional season uh peacemaker stars john cena and is a spinoff of guns the suicide squad that released last year gunn himself had this to say about the series quote creating peacemaker has been one of the true highlights of my life both professionally and otherwise with john cena and the incredible creative team around me as well as our partners at hbo max to have something we all love so much or 
love so much be loved by the audience in turn has been a wonderful experience and you can't wait for um folks to see team peacemaker go to season two Gunn is also working on another Suicide Squad spinoff, but has yet disclosed the details. He's only been willing to confirm that the story will take place in the same universe. Duh. We will be sure to bring you additional season two updates here. Um, I mean, I think this seems pretty natural. You know, he can just kind of keep doing that until yeah. he, I guess, gets bored. But he seems to be enjoying it. I wonder who that will focus on. Maybe a, this is Harley Quinn. Try to re retackle Ugh, that one. I'm done with that. Well, you don't but, like so you don't like her Harley Harley Quinn, huh? Not a huge fan. Really interesting. The only thing I have a problem with is at least in the first movie, she didn't have a Brooklyn accent, which really drove me crazy for yeah, whatever reason. Yeah, uh, it'd be interesting to see um, Idris Elba's character. I think from the Suicide yeah. Squad, how that ended. Um, yeah, following his character's story would be great uh, because honestly, not many characters survived <laughs> through the end of the Suicide Squad. So, unless you're telling like a pre Suicide Squad story, um, the options are pretty limited. We got some gaming news here. Um, yeah, quite a few articles actually scrolling through here. The Game Boys. Yeah, exactly. We need to make a cool sound bit for that. Um, first up, we got some Nintendo news here. Uh, the Nintendo president, uh, he says that the Switch is still only in the middle of its life cycle. Uh, Switch sales are still going strong as the console enters its fifth year on the market. Wow, it's been out for five years? Yep. Dang. Yep. You just crazy. got one. I know. That's crazy. Uh, Nintendo's president recently stated that the Switch is only in the middle of its life cycle, and he expects sales this year and the coming years to remain strong. This comes as Nintendo is selling more Switches than they can produce, largely thanks to its popularity, but likely also in part to the semiconductor shortage, RIP, uh, consoles, and electronics. Uh, Nintendo expects the Switch to sell $23 million worth of units in the current fiscal year, ending March 31st. Uh, this sounds like great news for Nintendo and any worried about having to shell out more cash for a next-generation console in the near future. However, those of us waiting on the next-generation console before diving back into the Nintendo ecosystem may be holding out a while longer. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Um, I don't know. You know, we, we talk about all the time that Nintendo's never on the cutting edge of technology, so it's not like they need a new system. Right. Their system's doing fine for what they're trying to do. Yep. So That's exactly could, what I was about to say. It's not like they're really pushing the boundaries of right. the Switch power by <laughs> yeah. any means. Yeah, I think we're still at 1080p on the, on the Switches, so they get <laughs> yeah. some catching up to do. But uh, we'll continue on with um, some... More Nintendo news here, and Nintendo can reconfirms Breath of the Wild 2 for 2022 and hints that the Switch 2 will be backwards compatible. So, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, still planned for 2022 release, as rumors suggest that the release date could slip to 2023, which I think I said was going to happen, but apparently they're reconfirming that it's not. Nintendo's recent financial results also included a list of games 
planned for release this year. And luckily, as of now, Breath of the Wild 2 is still on it. Splatoon 2, 3. 2, 3, 3, 4, 4, 2, 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Splatoon 3, Bayonetta 3, and Mario and Rabbit's Sparks of Hope are anticipated for this year as well. Metroid 4, of course, always notably not included on any of the lists that we see. <laughs> likely dashing any hopes of seeing a release this year. Finally, we will be waiting a while for Switch 2. It appears Nintendo Switch will remain in step with Sony and Microsoft by ensuring backwards compatibility across the game's library. So yeah, that's an obvious... I mean, if they don't do that, they're idiots, but they're Nintendo, so I would expect them almost (laughs) to not do it, just to be Nintendo. They're just going to be bigger idiots. Yeah. I hope they really stick with Switch 2 as well. Like, that's a perfectly fine name, Nintendo. Don't overthink no, it. Right. Just do the Switch, Switch back, two, please. Switch back. Oh, oh let's get it. Switch back. No, don't do it. <laughs> Switch on. Switch, Switch on. on. Yeah, just just keep... Uh, they should just keep coming up with... Uh, the Switch it. Switch open it. Up. <laughs> there you go, Nintendo. You got it from It's us. actually Switch a PlayStation it. 5. <laughs> <laughs> just open up the old thesaurus find switch <laughs> so um moving on we got some more nintendo switch news here and this one has me a little bit excited and that's uh batman arkham collection for nintendo switch possibly leaked so this is just a rumor but finally in switch news it appears that the batman arkham collection could be coming to switch this year a French store recently had a listing for a Batman Arkham collection showing an August 31st release date. Um, this could be a placeholder or purely a mistake. It's, it seems like it's rarely ever a mistake when these kind of things happen. So, it, it, you know, I think this is probably coming, but it could be an unintentional announcement of an upcoming title. As we get closer to August, we'll find out more. Um, if it was the former or the latter. And I think it's probably like, usually when these happen, they're coming, right? Yeah. Right. There's very, it's very rare that I can think that something like this leaks and that we don't get it. We, this is how we got the Grand Theft Auto trilogy announcement. So there, there's a lot of stuff that gets announced this way, unfortunately, because people suck at doing their jobs. <laughs> hey, he's just, that guy just shows a lot of initiative. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's it. Definitely. <laughs> But I did hint at our next topic here, and it's a Grand Theft Auto community update. So on February 4th, Rockstar released a community update on Grand Theft Auto. The memo states that Grand Theft Auto 5 and Grand Theft Auto Online will be arriving on PS5 and Xbox Series X this March with up to 4K resolution, 60 FPS, HDR options, and ray tracing, as well as other technical enhancements or advancements, whatever. Story mode progress can be transferred to the newest consoles with a one-time migration at launch, much like majority of the PlayStation games that we're, we're getting updates for. PS5 owners will be treated to a new standalone version of Grand Theft Auto Online, which will be free for the first three months. Finally, Rockstar announced improvements to GTA Online. For example, the ability to skip the story mo- mode prologue and launch of an all new tutorial. So um, another piece of this, I think that we missed here is they did announce that they're working on Grand Theft Auto six. It is in development. So Mm. um, that's all they gave us. 
So it doesn't seem like it's too far in development, which is kind of <laughs> absurd when you think about it. But that's probably why um, this, you know, the new GTA online for PS5 will be the home of the sixes online. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. Uh... You know, I think the trailer, the very first trailer for Grand Theft Auto V came out in like 2010, maybe. And the yeah. game didn't launch until three years later. So they're probably trying to avoid that colossal mistake that they made. <laughs> not um, that it hindered them much. No, obviously. No, yeah, obviously not at all. Um, but they're, I say this all the time, but they're the kind of people that just need to come out and be like, hey, uh, Grand Theft Auto Six, here it is. Here's the trailer and it's out now. They don't need to build hype for Grand Theft Auto Six. We've been waiting years for it. You know, you don't yeah. need that. We don't need the pre-orders. We don't need the hype. Just, just let it go. Since twenty fifteen, since 2015, 2013 is when the the you've been waiting for a six though since twenty thirteen. Thirteen is I when Grand Theft Auto Five came out. Yeah, I'm giving it at least two years before we won six. That's okay. Yeah. All right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that because they are they did work on Red Dead in between there also. So. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm always like, once I finish a Grand Theft Auto game, I'm like waiting for the next one, so. <laughs> <clears throat> well, luckily you've got like 13 versions of Grand Theft Auto Five, so. Right, I'm just waiting for it to come to the Switch. You know, it's going to happen at some point. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Switch, back to Nintendo. Um, this one's actually kind of funny. Uh, you know, one thing that Nintendo likes to do is meme on the other uh, two consoles i feel like which is kind of funny because they they kind of have no standing to do so other they are, than, they like, are the actual IPs. memes right they exactly. are the meme memeing on the non-memes right but this article uh states while sony and microsoft have been going ham with acquisitions nintendo's president takes a different position his belief is that nintendo is best served by investing in its in-house employees and developers. Quote, our brand was built uh, upon products crafted with dedication by our employees and having a large number of people who don't possess Nintendo DNA in our group would not be a plus to the company. So don't expect Nintendo to join the acquisitions arm race anytime soon. Wow. Um, Deep dig. Yeah, yeah. Shots fired at Nintendo and PlayStation there, huh? Yeah, dude. Um, I wish that some of the people from Nintendo's, you know, what does he say? Uh, the the people who possess Nintendo DNA would also be like, you know, hip with current times. Yeah. Who could have some like modern gaming technology with their right. consoles. <laughs> yeah, does the DNA require them to be dead? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but you look at their history, man. They've never been on the cutting edge outside of maybe... The Wii, which was the first yeah, like the, the Wii was motion a, control stuff. Yeah, that was that was a big game changer, but and that was it. That was the the, the, the yeah, before and after their brain power. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but hey, I mean, they're just riding the the wave of their legacy IPs until all the the water of the wave evaporates someday. Well, speaking of companies that, you know, take good care of their employees and invest in them, um, senior designer at Blizzard against adding NFTs to Overwatch. Um, I purely picked most of my articles this evening, by the way, in, in, in the event that Jordan would stand in for me. Um, so that was 
part of the deciding factor. I was like, would this be an article Jordan would want to read? Um, yeah. <laughs> and this one definitely um, screamed Jordan um, NFTs and Overwatch. Yeah, exactly. Overwatch senior designer, um, Jorge Mulio, Merlio, um, recently say that I am strongly against NFTs and will fight to make sure they aren't integrated into our game. End quote. NFTs have come to the forefront of both gaming and the mainstream media over the past year. While some video games have begun to in- integrating them, Overwatch does not appear to be moving in that direction. A move that appears to be making a majority of gamers happy as NFTs have received substantial backlash as of late. Again, um, don't understand this. But again, yeah. right? Yeah, I think it's just the it's just the big change thing. Uh, maybe they think they're like loot boxes. Um, yeah, I don't remember. Was yeah. anyone like really like yeah loot boxes, and then they they came and they went? Um, yeah, true. Yeah, that's a, that's a valid point. There does seem to, seem to be a very big pushback against these NFTs in the gaming, especially yeah. with voice actors. Oh yeah, you're saying that. Yeah, uh, I know Troy Baker was like getting canceled because of some sort of NFT project that he had and he was getting canceled primarily by his like co-workers and not co-workers but other voice actors yeah, his peers his peers yeah so i mean I don't, I don't know yeah i mean perhaps it's um kind of like people are just gonna think that they're gonna have to pay money to get like gear and weapons yeah. and stuff and yeah. they're after <laughs> maybe they think that's the case which i wouldn't blame them i mean that's a very easy way to yeah. think about it um not quite though. Yeah, not the quite. gaming community does not like microtransactions, even though they're in a colossal amount of pretty much every game that comes out. You know, so. for for a group of people that you know are on the computers and gaming a lot, they don't spend a lot of time reading about things. Other yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I get not to go on a, on a whole NFT tangent. Here, Mike loves NFT tangents. Like I totally understand the the art nft like resistance and pushback sure for me that is just a giant scam like not worth it doesn't make any sense to me um but in gaming i mean like like we've said a million times like jordan said a million times like nfts already exist in gaming it's just you can't sell them right now <laughs> yeah legally like, you already have been playing the NFT in games uh, like metagame since, I don't know, Diablo or whatever. Right. Yeah, exactly. Do you already happened? It's just now you have uh, the ability to legally use air quotes legally um, (laughs) because not that it's like theoretically you're going to go to jail for selling a wow account, but um, like you can sell your stuff and make money. Dude, I mean, think of how much someone would pay to have Leroy Jenkins' actual character, like you <laughs> yeah. validate that or you a actually piece of armor that he was wearing, or like one right. of his gear pieces. Yeah, like that's collector stuff. And like, if this you can... is literally the sword that Leroy Jenkins, Leroy Jenkins, with. Oh yeah. So, so I have a funny story about Leroy Jenkins. So we have a thing at work at the fire department called active 911 and it's what we get our calls on it gives us the address the nature of the call yada 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 um it came around a couple years ago but in the ringtones 
they have the all the classic fire department fair, you know, sirens, alarms, bells, and then the Leroy Jenkins scream randomly. What? So all That's our iPads so cool. in the department for for a while had the Leroy Jenkins scream go off every time we got a call. And there's one awesome. in every truck, so you just hear it. You hear it in the bay. It was hilarious. So you can tell whoever made that app is probably a giant nerd. That's oh, yeah. hilarious. That's awesome. So, are you done with your NFT? Yep, that's tangent? it. I don't want to cut done. you off. Yep, okay. yep. So, moving on. Bungie is joining PlayStation. So, Bungie will be joining PlayStation as an independent and multi-platform studio and publisher following the recent acquisition. Both sides appear to be excited by the new arrangement, as Bungie stated, quote, In Sony, we have found a partner who unconditionally supports us and all we are and who wants to accelerate our vision to create generation-spanning entertainment, all while preserving creative independence that beats in Bungie's hearts, end quote. Man, that's a real heartfelt quote there. <laughs> yeah. Like if you think they're getting married or something. It's like a confession. Uh, or not a confession. What am I looking for here? Um, <laughs> what, what do you uh what are Your you vows? Uh, vows, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Slipping my mind now. Confession. <laughs> At a wedding. Wrong religious aspect. <laughs> oh, so while Sony had this to say, quote, Bungie makes games with outstanding technology that are enormously fun to play. They are also have unmatched dedication to communities that play their games and everyone at PlayStation and PlayStation Studios will be excited about what we can share and learn from them, unquote. So gamers seem to have a lot to look forward to following this potentially great partnership. For me, it's always going to be weird because it's Bungie and PlayStation, which is like Mandela effect stuff. Like we jumped to universes and now all of a sudden, sure. The, the the Halo developers on PlayStation. It's just weird. Now, perhaps so whoever wrote this article um, has like a slight bias, but doesn't this make it sound like Sony is just a company, gaming company of the people, and then Microsoft is just like the curmudgeon um, capitalists, like boomers, if you were to just label it all over the place. Well, yeah. If you look at what's the what's the Xbox dude's the head dude's name? Uh, something Keeley is that? Yeah, it? yeah. No, um, Spencer. Maybe I can't remember what his name is, but he is like, you know what he is. Anytime you see him, he's the businessman who's trying to fit in with the gamers. He's got like a t-shirt on, and then his <laughs> yeah. and then his suit coat over yeah, top, blazer with jeans, with jeans. Yeah, yeah. like Ugh. dude, you're trying too hard. Just put a suit on, man. We get that you're like a I CEO. Say he's we get it. Phil Spencer is his name. Yes, that's it. Yep, Phil Spencer. Um, so yeah. It, yep. it does look like a company run by boomers. And like we talked about before, I don't necessarily <laughs> agree with their strategy of just this buying a monopoly. You see him? Funny. Yeah, you see his yeah. pictures? They're ridiculous. Or if he's not wearing what you guys just described, it's um, it's like a long sleeve shirt that's like one size too tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, leather jacket, denim jacket. You could yeah. just tell when they kind of reinvented themselves after the huge Xbox one mishap at E3 that year, he came out and he's like, dude, if I put a t-shirt on, these guys are going to love me. <laughs> you know, let me just go, <laughs> let me go to, let me go to the Coles discount section and get one of these cool t-shirts and I'll just yeah, throw dude. it under my blazer and they'll think I'm one of them. 
the next Xbox is just called like the Chad box. The, and Chad box. <laughs> the red ring box. That's what they should call it. Anyway, yeah. moving on. <laughs> Man, um, that's great. Uh, but that's all of our gaming news. It's, it's a big chunk. Uh, lots going on. Um, this one, this article has me pretty excited. Uh, and I just got to shout out your boy, Mikey, right? He, he's yeah. the one that, that told us about Barry. Sure did. Um, yeah, Barry is returning to HBO on April 24th. This came out of nowhere for me. I, I wasn't aware that season three was in progress, let alone done. Uh, but the third season of <laughs> Bill Hader's dark comedy has seemingly been in a holding pattern for some time, but is now making its return. Hader stated that the lol... What? <laughs> the, all right, I don't know what happened. The there. There's a, a little <laughs> you good, typo, bro? I think maybe the <laughs> lol allied team. Um, yeah. Anyways, they had to extensively rewrite season three and draft season four. Uh, wow, that's great. There's going to be a season four. Uh, the description of the newest season goes as follows: Desperate to leave his violent past behind in favor of his newfound passion, Barry, played by Hater is attempting to untangle himself from the world of contract killing and fully immerse himself in acting. But getting out is messy. While Barry has eliminated many of the external factors that push him towards violence, he soon discovers they weren't the only forces at play. What is it about his own psyche that led him to become a killer in the first place? Season 3 finds Barry and the other characters trying to make it or trying to make the right choice. Um, yeah, sorry for totally butchering that article, but uh, main points to take away. Season three coming out April 24th and season four uh, has been drafted, which is awesome. The show rules. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's pretty good. You'd like it, Chad. Really? Yep. I, I mean, uh, I think I watched premise... the trailer because we talked about it. Yeah, the premise is hysterical. Like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> a hitman gets sent to LA for a job. And then while he is there discovers that he loves acting and can't like <laughs> discover chicks and acting. Yeah. Can't decide whether to continue on as a hitman or pursue his newfound love of acting. <laughs> it's such a wild premise. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Plus Noho Hank is like literally one of the greatest characters ever. Well, we're going to move on to some MCU news here, and that is John Berthal's new MCU Punisher series is going to Hulu. This is a rumor, of course. The Let me newest. Just throw this out there real quick. This is about the eighth time we've uh, had an article about this. Is it really? Yeah. It's, oh, this wow. rumor has been going on since basically the conception of the newscast. Really interesting. Dang. I don't know that I've ever. I hope I didn't select it at some point. <laughs> oh no! I every time I see it, I put it on there because I love this character and I just want to like speak it into existence. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I think it's going to happen. To be honest with you, um, it is interesting. Let me read this and then we'll talk about it. Uh, the newest iteration of the Punisher series will be coming to Hulu, United States, and Disney Plus, Star everywhere else. What's Disney Plus Star? Never even heard of it. It's like the non-US version. Oh, it's interesting. It's it like weird. the it's yeah. the our kids aren't psychopaths, so we can put dark stuff on Disney version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the only reason I know about it is from watching the 
Disney Investor Day 2020, and I was like, what the heck is this StarCraft? Oh, gotcha. The upcoming series will see the return of John Bernthal, a fan favorite who absolutely owns the role of the Punisher in my mind. And that would be Cody's mind. But I agree with him. Yes. Um, so I did see that they're pulling Dare- all the Marvel stuff off of Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's concerning to me. I hope it goes to Disney. But the article I read said that they might go to like the Disney vault because they're Netflix productions. I'm like, dude, that's... That's got it. It's got to go somewhere, dude. Their shows are great. Like I'm <laughs> even watching Iron Fist now, and it's—I mean, it's not. Don't get me wrong. It's not Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones, but it's good. So I would hate to not be able to go back and watch Daredevil anytime I want to. I think it's probably going to go to Disney Plus, but I guess we'll see. The only thing about this rumor, Mike, is that there is compounding evidence every time we talk about it. Yeah, there's. Since. There's always some small progression in it, for sure. Uh, it's like part eight. So yeah, get ready exactly. for part nine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I just posted a picture in our private chat here uh, of basically exactly Cody. what Cody looks like. Uh, wow. And he basically looks like that character from The Punisher. So That's Dang. insane. Like, <laughs> does he not, Nick? Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> that's like That's like Cody's... <laughs> older brother it's, it's cody's alternate oh no yeah it's it his alternate yeah i love it that's great <laughs> shout out alex Hister- kister go watch our episode from two weeks ago in other news i think we're got a little miscellaneous section here um before some other themed sections but fox entertainment has acquired the rights to the gumby franchise um yeah in in the acquisition, the age of acquisitions and consolidations of all these IPs, um, Fox has turned its eye on the Gumby franchise. Hopefully, no one forgot about that. Um, the agreement will allow Fox to access the entire catalog of episodes and characters today, as well as allow them to develop future projects. Gumby has been around, been around since 1955, first appearing as part of the Howdy Doody show. Um, there was also a Gumby movie, which released in 1995, for those of you that have just been born. Um, <laughs> I was recently born, it's at least. Imagined infants listening to the newscast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I could see, yeah, a, you know, what, live action Gumby? Is that what we're going for here? I hope not live action. No, certainly not. That would um, be terrifying. That would be yeah. awful. Yeah, it could be a horror movie, to be honest. I do have a Gumby figure. It might be around here in the basement that I'm in right now. Some aren't laying around here that the boys had. But yeah, I haven't seen Gumby stuff in years, bro. So I know they're I mean, d- definitely digging that one out of the pile. That's a that's an interesting thing to acquire with their X-Men money. But yeah. <laughs> and is the Howdy Doody show Just the inspiration? Oh man, I could just imagine them sitting at the table, like smirking as they're, you know, finalizing the contract to sell X Men. Yeah, they're like I know like, exactly yes. what I'm going to do with this money. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, someone might have a killer <laughs> idea. Gumby. Maybe they have like a, a Gumby horror verse going to start. Dude, yeah, I mean, I'll be down for that. That would tickle the hearts of all the '90s kids, wouldn't it? Yeah, uh, terror. Um, speaking of horror, that was great great segue i don't know if you meant to do that nick but nope good on you good job out of you um wait have you guys seen the new trailer for jordan peele's 
new horror flick called yes. Nope. Nope. I don't know if Nick's trolling, but um, <laughs> holy cow. Nope recently dropped his first trailer, teasing Peel's newest work. The film looks to be dark and mysterious, possibly involving aliens. What we do know is that it is set uh, at a horse training ranch in a lonely gulch of inland in California. The film stars Michael Wincott from Westworld and Brandon Perea from the OA. Uh, and also, um, shoot, uh, I forget the guy's name. Never mind. He's, I don't know why he wasn't listed because he's a pretty big actor and he's been in Peel's other works. Um, but anyways, the, the trailer looks, I mean, it, it looks like it's going to be another great piece of work out of Peel. Um, I'm yeah. very excited for it. I did not. I'm trying to think. I saw Get Out in the theater with my cousin, um, and I can't remember if we went and saw his second. What was his? What was the Us. other one? Us. I think I've seen Us. I don't know if I saw it in the theater, but yeah, dude. I this trailer looks good. Um, I heard that it might not be aliens though. That it's like some sort of black hole or something. <laughs> like really absurd. But I, I don't know. We'll see when it comes out. They're very cryptic in the trailer, which I dig. Yes. And uh, I love his movies, to be honest. I mean, this also has, um, I was thinking of Daniel Kalua, which I probably mispronounced, um, but he's been in, he was uh, in Black Panther, he was in Judas and the Black Messiah, he was in Queen yeah, yeah, Slim. Yeah. He's the main um, character in Get Out. Right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um. This also has uh, Stephen Yoon, who was Glenn from The Walking Dead. I mean, it's good, mm. good cast, good cast. Uh, I'm I'm excited. I, I I was big fan of Get Out. I admittedly haven't seen Us yet, but I bought it on Black Friday the year it came out, and it's sitting unopened <laughs> in my DVD yeah, collection. I, I'm too like afraid to watch it, honestly. <laughs> really, Us is from what I remember, Us is good, but I don't think I liked it as much as Get Out. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. But yeah, check out the trailer if you haven't already, Nick. Um, nope. We have this one might be uh, exciting for you, although it's on it's on Fox. So I don't this know is how excited exciting for me. Very. Um, but yeah, David Ayer is developing an end of watch police drama series for Fox. Wow. Uh, we've talked about end of watch quite a few times you know in our immense love of jake gyllenhaal um but yeah end of watch the 2012 david ayer movie is being developed into a tv series originally starring jake gyllenhaal and michael pena end of watch the series will follow essentially the same concept as its predecessor as its predecessor uh quote two young officers in la who are partners and friends and what happens when they meet criminal forces greater than themselves end quote Ayer will be co-writing and executive producing, which is exciting, while David Matthews will act as the showrunner. Uh, the only thing that I'm hesitant of is this is a series on Fox. Yeah. This is like uh, on Netflix. FX or, or something, or Netflix, yeah. Yeah, FX. I think FX. FX would be great, actually. Um, which, who knows? I mean, FX is, isn't that a, a subsidiary of Fox, even though it's owned by... Isn't, might no, be, I yeah. I don't know. I don't... It's on Hulu. Um, 
which is where yeah, I'm I don't know who owns, who owns FX. I'm just going off the Shield, which was a fantastic police show. Um, but dude, I love End to Watch. I got to be honest with you, it's one. It's like one of my favorite movies. So uh, yeah, this is exciting, and the premise sounds awesome. And I'll take any LA cop thing that you throw at me, even if it's trash. I even liked the Training Day series that they made that was horrendously Ooh. awful by most people's account. <laughs> that sounds terrible. So after a quick Googling, FX is an American pay television channel owned by FX Networks LLC, a subsidiary of Disney General Entertainment Content. Um, yeah, so it is a subsidiary of Disney. But uh, FX has had some pretty gnarly shows, so who knows? Uh, I doubt it's going to FX because this is a series for Fox. But yeah, no way. I would be more, you know, moral of the story. I'd be way more excited if it was Netflix, FX, right. HBO, anything. Yeah, because yeah, because then you could actually tell a good story and not have to worry about cussing and violence and all the crap that Fox has, probably has to deal with when they make a series. Yeah, for sure. Um, and this one, uh, this, this next article here, uh, kind of was a, a big, like sigh of relief. We finally got the stranger things season four release date, which it's been a long time coming though. Not as long as Atlanta, but you know, kind of in the same vein for me, finally, we got some news here. Uh, season four of stranger things to Chad's dismay will be a two-parter The Netflix hit will also or was also renewed for a fifth and final season the newest installment will see the return of many of our beloved characters while also introducing some new talent like jamie campbell bauer eduardo franco joseph quinn and horror icon robert england england should fit right in as season four is expected to be even darker than the three previous seasons quote every season gets darker Really, I will say with season three, I was like, this is the darkest season that there will ever be, like exploding rats and everything. But really, season four so far is like the darkest thing. This is really kind of a terrible quote to have in there because he's literally just saying the season is dark over and over again. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I just don't want to continue reading him continually say <laughs> that this is a dark season. Bro, we get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, serious bro voice yeah. going on there. I know that's uh, as I started reading it, I was like, uh, he's just saying the same thing over and over again. I just imagine him talking like that. Um, anyways, uh, check out Stranger Things season four, part one, on May 27th, followed by the second half coming on July 1st. I mean, this is this is so close, like, this is yeah, so close so, that it's so you got June and that you have June. So Jim, that's it. Be three or four episodes, which is three, you know, four weeks to watch them, and then boom, surprise, you know, part yeah. two. Yeah, yeah I guess they the haven't really idea. said have have they are there any details on how many episodes per part? I mean, it's usually an eight, eight or ten, right? I think, I think it's, it's like, ten. Yeah, I think it might be ten for Stranger Things. It right. better be more because it's been a while. So basically I mean, be cranking out like, like a twelve like or thirteen two week mid season break. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like what the? It, I wonder. It makes no sense. That's I wonder why I made the joke. Like, right, right. I wonder if there's like, um, like I don't know what the deal with Ozark is. That's but all it wants. Maybe like, well, no, because um, there's oh, season right. four is in two parts. 
Yeah, but it's um, always like six months apart. Yeah, but I wonder if this was like a production thing. Like they only had so many episodes ready to ship and they're like, you know, it'll only take us like a couple more months, but let's just get these out because it's been a while. Um, hmm. I doubt it, but I don't know. Yeah, just be, trying to make up excuses for them. Yeah, trying to make some <laughs> sense of, of the sorcery going on here, I guess. Yeah. But at that point, I would just be like, push it six months. This is where it's yeah. just funny because it's literally, um, you know, let's just have a, you know, eight episode season with, you know, eight parts. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Might as well. Yeah. Why not? Season and let's, and let's just say eight we're going to release one. them, I don't know, weekly. I think yeah, that's a really good idea. Exactly. <laughs> well, anyway, let's move on to some more Netflix. 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 I love it. <laughs> and now I know how you say it at home. <laughs> so Bioshock is coming to Netflix in the form of a movie. So right. the long since rumored Bioshock movie, movie appears to be finally on the way. Bioshock, the game launched in 2007 to much success and was followed by successive sequels, including the most recent Bioshock Infinite. Previous projects appear to have been hampered by the possibility of an R rating, which makes Netflix a great suitor. Netflix purchased the rights to make a Bioshock movie from Take-Two Interactive approximately a year ago. No writer or director has yet been named. Some believe there is going to be an entire cinematic universe based on Bioshock. And if you would like more info, I just wrote an article for Downright Creepy on this. So you can hey. go check that out. Nice. Yo. Uh, so was there any more news on the cinematic universe and what you wrote? No, nothing in the cinematic universe. Um, I did get... Um, so there was originally right after the first game launched, there was a movie announced like maybe 2008, maybe even 2007, to be honest. And it had a director tied to it. And like it says here, he wanted to do an R rating. They didn't want to do it. There was something else too. I think it was money. He wanted more money. And then it ended up just going into development. hell, like uncharted did pretty much. And uh, so it's coming back and it's coming back under the same studio that he has worked with many times in the past. So I don't know if he's going to maybe come back and try to do it because he seemed like he was like really gung ho about how amazing of a movie he could make out of this. Hmm. So I think it's laughable that you would try to make a Bioshock movie. That's not rated R. Right. Like, like yeah, that's like the class. Yeah. It's like the classic <laughs> video game movie thing. They're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. PG R rating. Yeah, PG for sure. <laughs> Games are for kids. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Like get out. Yeah, whatever. I'm I'm excited. I, I gotta fully confess I've never played a Bioshock game in my life. So um Me either. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I mean maybe someday. Like I I'm, own them I'm sure Steam. I would love it. Same. Yeah, that might be the way to go because I was waiting for like a remastered trilogy but i think we got one of those like years ago for like the ps4 maybe so yeah i bought the bought the entire collection on steam for like seven bucks oh nice yeah there is another game in development as well that's cool so Mm, nice tasty yeah that that collection for some reason came with the original bioshock the remastered bioshock the original Bioshock 2, the remastered Bioshock 2, and then Infinite. Epic. 
I don't know why they would give you both the yeah, original man. and remastered, but hey. Gotta have the original copy. That's right. It's an NFT, bro. Yep. Moving on to our first ever Paramount section, question mark. Yeah. Um, I guess they're a thing now. We will we will acknowledge them as a as a group, as a service. Um, you know you made it, bro, when you yeah. get your own section on the Showboys newscast. Yeah, definitely. Um and they've they've been they've been building their library up. I see them out there acting like a streaming service, so we'll give them some give them some room. Um Transformers Rise of the Beast will start a new trilogy. Isn't this exciting? While a new transform Transformer while new Transformers movies seem to be perpetually in the works, the latest installment looks to kick off a new trilogy. Uh, Rise of the Beasts will release will be released in 2023 and will be the first of three new installments confirmed by Paramount Plus. Quote, Rise of the Beast will be set in 1994 and will follow two humans from Brooklyn who come into an ancient conflict that ties in with three factions of Transformers. Three factions. I feel like we've only had two so far. Um, the great Ron Perlman will voice Optimus Prime and Anthony Ramos will and Dominique Fishback will join the cast. It appears Autobots will be taking on a new set of villains as they quote, we have exhausted, I would say, the battle between Autobots and the Decepticons. I don't even know that much about um, Transformers, but I feel like they haven't done that. But OK, Um Dude, yeah. this this has me excited. I used to watch Beast Wars, the right. like animated thing before school when I was like in middle school or something. Let's go. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, and it it it's definitely um, you know, they keep these things going. They're gonna be like James Bonds and <laughs> about twenty years, so yeah. twenty twenty seven of them. Um, I feel so like this, we're already there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Th- this would have been a great article for Jordan, too. Yeah. I mean, Big old he, Transformers guy. Exactly. Anyway, moving on. J.J. Um, Abrams, Star Trek cast to return for a fourth film. Uh, this is a rumor. The entire original cast of the 2009 reboot of Star Trek is considering returning for a fourth film. Chris Pine, uh, Zoe Sal- Saldana. Simon Pegg and more are currently in the talks with Paramount Plus. Uh, director J.J. Ab- Abrams also announced that the fourth film will begin shooting by the end of the year. Mm. Oh. I know. This, this cycle had a lot of Paramount stuff because uh, they had like a Paramount Investors Day. Mm. So there's a lot of announcements for Paramount and the likes. All the good leaks. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Star Trek, we are now about to start. <laughs> Welcome to Star Boy. You know, even though I made that solely for the purpose of our Star Wars segment, I you're never ready about it. You're never yeah. ready. <laughs> never, never ready. ready. Never ready. We're getting closer. I felt that was a little better. Yeah, um, you didn't have, you didn't have to tell me this time. <laughs> yeah, I was like, play it, play it, play, play the thing, do it. Um, but yeah, and, and that's great too. It can be used as both. If we ever have like a Star Trek section, I mean, Star yeah, Trek, Star exactly. Boys, Star Wars, um, we're in the stars, boys. Um, Lucasfilm reportedly developing a Stranger Things inspired live action Star Wars The High Republic series. Whew. Is it going to be rumor. Star Wars in the 80s? 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> Star Wars was in the 80s, right? I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Crazy. Um, definitely a rumor. The High Republic era of Star Wars may be making its live action series debut. If rumors are true, this era is 200 years prior to the events of the prequel trilogy. Um, the potential series is said to be oriented towards children and described by some as Stranger Things in Space. Details are sparse, but the concept sounds very interesting. It's literally Stranger Things in Space. They're playing like the <laughs> yeah. Star Wars version of like Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, then no. a Rancor comes from the upside down. And yes, well, that is what Stranger Things is. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, I feel like if they go, I feel like Star Wars would be great with a horror series of oh, some I sort, know. you know? Yeah, yeah, it needs it. So if they go that route, if that's what they mean by Stranger Things inspired and not necessarily, uh, you know, like the 80s get ups, um, <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I think that's probably what they mean. Right. What else would they mean? Yeah. And it would work really, too. If, I think 200 years isn't enough to go back, but they need to go back like a long, long time because, you know, the dark side of the force also has a lot of very monstrous, dark, even like creatures and weird things you know it's just strange things yeah or of the dark side and that could be very creepy and very scary for sure but i think the high republic is kind of the perfect place to tell that stuff it's like you know the sith are out in the in the depths of space being horror like yeah i think republic rules over everything yeah, I just I just take issue that the High Republic is only 200 years. Like Yoda's still alive, and like the temple is still very much the temple. I feel like it just yeah. to me it isn't far enough back. Yeah, that's true. I guess. Um, but we've never seen anything in it yet, so true. we don't know what it's going to be like. True. Maybe there. Maybe it's a time jump, like yeah. alternate reality. Who knows? <laughs> they do whatever they want. Um, moving on. Star Wars Andor series reported are renewed for season two. How does that happen? Uh, it's a rumor, of course. Prior to Andor season one even premiering, I don't even know if we have a hard release date. It's already been renewed for a second season. Uh, during a recent interview, Stellan Skarsgård stated that s- the second season of Andor will begin filming in the fall after the filming of Dune Part 2. Season one of Andor is set to premiere this year. Hmm, interesting. That doesn't hmm. make me very hopeful for a season two of Boba Fett, though, if they already announced this one before the show even comes out. Hmm. Well, they'll I mean, work they, it in. They have like, what, 30 teams of Star Wars? Like, people? Yeah, yeah well, that, I'm not saying that's the issue. I'm saying they already announced the second season for this and they haven't for Boba Fett yet. Hmm. And it's done. So, true. Maybe Rumor. they know this is going to be a, a banger. This Andor series sounds cool. I'm, I'm excited for I'm it. I'm gonna honestly. like it. Jordan will not like it. No, Jordan doesn't like anything. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on to something that Jordan's probably gonna hate, uh, and it's the Obi Wan Kenobi series, which will premiere on Disney Plus in May of 2022. Confirmed, Obi Wan Kenobi is set to premiere in May of 2022. I think May 25th, maybe that might be it. Your top of my head. Uh, Disney Plus program manager Brandon San Giovanni announced the release via a recent tweet. The plot is set a decade prior to the events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. That's not right, right? The plot is set a decade after the events 
of Revenge of the Sith is what it's supposed to say there. But mm-hmm. It says prior. Um, Obi-Wan will be played once again by Ewan McGregor while Hayden Christensen returns as Darth Vader. McGregor had the following to say about the series, quote, there's a hunger for this character to come back. The fans have been waiting long enough, you know. And the most beautiful thing is that all of this has brought me back together with Hayden. We'll have another swing at each other. Might be quite satisfying for everybody. We hope you enjoy it as much as we've enjoyed making it. End quote. I'm I'm so excited for the series, dude. I can't I can't even barely can contain myself because I'm I can't even talk right now. I'm, that's how excited I am for the series because a the Inquisitors are going to be in it, and I'm pretty sure the Grand Inquisitor is cast in it. Um, and that makes me very very freaking happy. I even saw I don't even know if it's a real image or not, but it was even like a prince, like a very young Princess Leia. Um, and like, and then Obi-Wan was, you know, the branding and all that stuff. I don't know if that was just someone like fan arting it or, you know, I just feel like dude's going to be out and about. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm supposed to be laying low, just, you know, watching over Luke, but you know what? I'm still young. I gotta, I gotta get out there in the universe. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, man. He's, he's taken quite a turn in his life. He used to be a planet hopping Jedi and now he's trapped on this freaking sand planet that we can't seem to get away from in these star wars shows he's like yoda you can't you can't see anything through the force anyways you're washed yeah, up right the old man yeah no 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 <laughs> one's gonna tell you anyways yeah i uh i did if you go and watch what this quote is from is the little like teaser on disney plus they show a picture of what looks like this is it the second sister from jedi fallen order can't remember what sister is in Jedi Fallen Order, but that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. The Inquisitor coming off the ship with her shadow troopers or whatever they are. So there's definitely going to be Inquisitor of some sort. And uh, that has me very, very happy. Yeah, that's so maybe. Yeah, maybe he's going to like leave to a good deal of some Inquisitor nonsense because it always has been like a question. Be like, do they really just do absolutely nothing? Um, right. That right. whole time. Yeah. Especially now that we have so much crap that's going on in this little period of time. Yeah, so. I, I mean, I'm not going to tie him too bad to an excuse for him to leave the planet. You know, I'm not going to be heartbroken if they, you know, he has to go get some water or something ridiculous. Um, but <laughs> a quizzer rolls up. <laughs> yeah, Western, right? Western theme yeah. activated. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I know a lot of people are really worried about the excuse they're going to come up with for him to leave the planet. But, dude, it's like, who cares? I just want to see the Inquisitors in live action. That's all I really care about. Darth Vader. Um, speaking of Darths, one last rumor to cap the night. And we, this has been a rumor for quite some time, but um, little, we're, we're inching there. We're getting there. Yeah, it, um, it's, it's crawling its way towards Punisher rumor status on the newscast. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna speak into existence because why wouldn't we? Um, Rumors are circulating once more that a Darth Maul series is in the works on Disney+. Plus. Giant Freaking Robot states that the info they receive points to Darth Maul being the next Star Wars character to get a live-action Disney Plus series. The rumor states that the series is already in development. Um, obviously, Darth Maul, pretty, pretty fan-favorite character. Um, having been killed off, survived, killed off again, right? Um, but with still... You know, open open threads to tell more stories about him um, in between 
his death and his other death. So I think I think the merit is there yeah. uh, to Jordan's dismay. But yeah, just because someone dies doesn't mean you can't tell stuff about them. Right. Before right. especially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Star um, Wars would be pretty lacking content if that's how we true rules we operated by. Yeah, right. Exactly. We'd have like six movies. That's it. Um. Yeah, I'm excited for this, dude. I, I, I've wanted this since they teased him at the end of Solo. Uh, yeah, like, and um, Amelia, Amelia Clark's all about it, too. She, I mean, her character, but I, I would say her character directly um, alludes to a Darth Maul character. Yeah, so for sure. That's my that's my hope I'm hanging on. This is probably my biggest, uh, like, want th- on the top of my wish list for Star Wars stuff. If I could get anything in the Star Wars universe made, it would be a a mall series. Yeah, I think I think it's the live action mall series is what like people really want. Like he's great in the cartoons, but Darth Maul on screen is just oh, nutty yeah, for sure. And especially yeah. to get because I think Ray Park played him in Solo, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, he's so. he he's had various whether it's voicing or even they did some motion cap for the season seven of Clone Wars. Um that's Ray Park motion capped, I think. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think it. I think it's Ray Park's. It's actually Ray Park in the makeup in Solo, but it's the voice actor from Clone Wars doing the voice for him. Right, which is yeah. odd. Um, <laughs> yeah, that would be a, that would be kind of a difficult. <laughs> it would be a difficult way to film a series for sure, because you're essentially dubbing all of Darth Maul's <laughs> dialogue. I. I read, and this is just basically someone stringing together like a bunch of set photos from the book of Boba Fett. Um, Cause all the set photos that there are out there, apparently like none of them show um, what's his face, Pedro Pascal in the Mando armor. It's always his, his double. So people are pretty sure like he never was on. He set was never for... even there. Yeah, yeah. That would make sense though. Cause he's probably filming Mando, right? <laughs> like it, filming. Think. Yeah, Mando and or um, the Last of Us, the Last of Us. Like, oh, I forgot. Busy. That's definitely what he's doing. Yeah, the Last of Us. That finished, yeah. but yeah, that would be right around that same. That's hilarious. It, I mean, it's not shocking. Every scene that Darth Maul talks in, it's just the back of his head focusing yeah. on whoever yeah. he's talking so to. So they don't have to. So they yeah. don't have to match the lips up. <laughs> Man, we talk about Amelia Clark and Pedro uh, unless... Pascal, and I'm about to. I'm about there on Game of Thrones for Pedro to show oh, up. Oh man, dude, he's one of my favorite characters on that show. I wish yeah. we would have got more of him, but I think that's Rip. why I love him so much. Dude. Unless Darth Maul becomes a Mandalorian. Oh. Well. And all of a sudden he has to wear the helmet. He just has to wear the helmet. Yeah. He has followers that are Mandalorians. Yeah. It's one all of there. Them is on yeah. my Funko shelf. Just saying. Dude, it's like Filoni's just like planning it all out yeah Dude, he used to just go back and do a freaking live action clone wars series just Jeez. do the whole thing in freaking live action <laughs> instead of bringing all this crap out oh my god uh good just stuff. scene for scene yep. word for word but live action yeah <laughs> oh that would that would be really good it'd be really easy for season seven because they basically set that one up that way but yeah some of the older ones would have been like cool campy live action stuff right anyway We'll get on with it. Um, Once again, thank you for joining us. We hope you found this both entertaining and informative. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe everywhere you consume our content. Find all the places we publish our content on our link tree.
linktr.ee slash showboyspodcast. Be sure to join our Discord server and become a member of the Showboys community to hang out with the Showboys staff and other listeners, as well as get some cool perks, such as being able to see all the articles we had to choose from for this episode of the newscast, but weren't able to squeeze in the episode. All article links covered in the episode will be available in Discord. If you have anything you would like us to cover in more detail or include in a future episode, please comment where available. Email us at showboyspodcast at gmail.com or join us in the Showboys Discord for all the community action. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Be sure to join us here on Thursday night at 9 p.m. for the next episode of the Showboys Podcast. You guys have a great night.